Hi everyone, I'm Anne-Marie McQueen, Editorial Director for Live Healthy, and I'm here at the Live Healthy Studios in Abu Dhabi with Farah Hilu. She is a certified integrative and functional nutritionist and dietitian. Yeah. Dietitian with a T. Yes, That's, it is. <laughs> it's a very Not a C. Yeah, people always screw that up. Yeah. So we, I wanted to talk to you on the eve of Ramadan. We'll talk about you know eating and fasting and all that stuff. Yeah. But uh, the topic on a lot of people's minds is blood sugar and how to manage your yeah. blood sugar. And I'm hearing a lot of people came out of COVID mm -hmm. and found out that they were pre-diabetic for whatever mm -hmm. reason. And so everyone's thinking. And there's I'm hearing all these people with theories and clues about how to manage their blood sugar and bring it down and yeah. continuous glucose monitors and yeah. I just want some basic you know usable practical tips and to cut through some of the myths you see yes absolutely thank you very much for having me and it's a pleasure to be here with you today um, yes I mean in the UAE especially in the region there is a very high prevalence of diabetes right and a lot of people have insulin resistance and they don't know about it. So, uh, and I think maybe COVID, you know, a lot of people started really focusing on their health, physical health, mental health, emotional health during COVID and started running, you know, um, checkups and blood sugar readings and whatnot. So I think that's when a lot of people found out that they may be insulin resistant or, you know, they started digging into their health a little bit more. Uh, and I think it also coincidentally, um, or the timing is very um, close to a lot of tech that's been coming out in terms of uh, CGMs or continuous glucose monitors, and they've been trending now, but for a good reason, because it really helps you better understand what is happening in your body. It's a sensor that you wear on your arm. And I mean, it's been there for a really long time, uh, but it was mostly for diabetics. But now it's anybody and everybody can really have it on and, you know, download, let's say the app and understand and monitor what's happening to their sugar levels in real time. So based on sleep patterns, uh, food, uh, whatever you have to eat, drink, it really obviously is going to impact your sugar levels and it helps you better understand what's going on internally and helps empower you to make better decisions. Now, in terms of what we can do to balance blood sugar levels, there's really a lot that we can do. Uh, and it really is, you know, we have a lot of control over uh, our lifestyle and the choices that we make day in and day out. We may not always make the best choices and that's okay, but it's really, um, you know, I always say what's the okay option, what's the better option, and what's the best option. We, you know, we aim to have or to make the best options always, but sometimes even the better option is also uh, good enough. Um, in terms of, you know, what we can do, uh, just to, you know, go a little bit back to the continuous glucose monitor, whether someone has it or not, um, what we want to avoid is the blood sugar spikes that can happen, let's say, after eating. So it's normal that once you have your meal, even if you have a small snack, even if you have a piece of, you know, date, uh, your blood sugar levels are going to naturally increase. However, when they are constantly spiking and dropping and spiking and dropping, over time, um, your, your body could develop what we call insulin resistance. So once blood sugar levels rise, this signals the pancreas, an important organ in the body, to release insulin. The insulin really helps the cells take up this glucose, okay, to store it for later fuel, for later, you know, fuel, basically. And insulin is really important because it does allow the body to use glucose for every single function that happens day in and day out. 
uh, but it also helps, let's say, uh, hormone production, growth. So insulin is important. However, with these spikes and drops, spikes and drops in blood sugar levels, and as a result, insulin, over time, the cells stop responding to insulin um, as well as they should. So insulin resistance develops. Many people, as I mentioned initially, are walking around with insulin resistance and they don't know about it. You tired them out. You tired, you exactly, you're, out you're exhausting your cells. You're exhausting yeah. your cells and they stop responding uh, to this insulin. So that's when insulin resistance develops and over time, if it's not uh, caught early on or if it's not addressed, it can develop to um, diabetes, especially again, depending on lifestyle factors, uh, you know, family history, uh, genetics as well. So. Uh, that's how insulin resistance can form and eventually diabetes. But again, insulin resistance is reversible, so that's the good news, through simple lifestyle hacks. Uh, food to start off with, food. We always say ensure that your meals are balanced. So balanced in terms of, you know, there are, I would say four components that you need to have as part of your meals in order to ensure that your blood sugar levels are rising at a steady and gradual level as opposed to spiking. So we want to think, uh, you know, healthy fats, fiber, protein, you know, prioritizing protein and even fermented uh, foods. So those can all help in one way or another control the increases that happen post meal blood sugar increases that happen after meal. So healthy fats, thank you, avocados, olive oil, nuts and seeds, um, your fiber, fiber is really, really important. And you know, for diabetics and non-diabetics, it can really help blunt this um, sugar level rise. So think especially soluble fiber, there are different types of fiber, but think your soluble fibers like beans, uh, you know, oats, steel cut oats, apples, pears, um, even some seeds. So though your, your dietary fiber, we need about maybe 50 grams a day. So we really need quite a large amount and we are really falling short. So 45, 50 grams. Uh, so your healthy fats, your dietary fiber and your protein, right? Protein, again, um, think legumes, fish, seafood, uh, poultry, and then the fer fermented, veg fermented vegetables like your sauerkraut, for example, kimchi, uh, even fermented, even apple cider vinegar. So there is some research to show that if you have maybe a teaspoon or even a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar mixed with a glass of water before your meal, not only does that help with digestion, but it can reduce blood sugar spikes um, after a meal. So apple cider vinegar with mother is a fermented uh, source. Even making substitutes, like instead of white bread, going for sourdough bread because that's fermented. Uh, you know, yogurt made with cultures. So fermented foods really help feed the gut microbiome. Gut microbiome has also been linked with insulin sensitivity. So those are really what should comprise our meals. That's it for this week. If you liked the podcast, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We'll see you next time on the Live Healthy Podcast.